Greetings. I'm the Reverend Jen Fenner of Epworth United Methodist Church in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and this is Transformed by Faith Today. Today we finish our look at the story from the Gospel of John chapter 5, where Jesus interacts with a man who has been paralyzed for 38 years. At the very end of this story in John 5, 14, it says that later Jesus found the man at the temple and said to him, see, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse will happen to you. I find this final part of the story interesting. The first part of the story in John 5 is about Jesus confronting this man who has been paralyzed for 38 years, inviting him to consider if he really wants to be well, encouraging him, despite all of his excuses, to stand up and walk, taking his mat with him. And the man does all of those things. And remarkably, he doesn't even know who Jesus is. Individuals ask him, who was this man who told him to get up and walk? And he has no profound understanding of Jesus as the Son of God. But the, the work of Jesus in his life is so clear and so tangible that he follows the instructions. He goes to the temple, most likely to give thanks to God for the healing that has happened. And there in the temple, Jesus finds him again, affirms to him that he is well, but also reminds him that many of the things that bind us have both physical and spiritual components. The challenges we face in this world may be a very tangible earthly obstacle, a financial challenge, a relationship that is broken, uh, an obstacle that needs to be overcome, but every one of those physical challenges often has associated with it a spiritual component, ways in which our hearts and our spirits may become overly comfortable with our excuses or with the dysfunction in which we are living, ways in which we have found false explanations for how we ended up where we are. And Jesus confronts this man in John 5, 14 and reminds him that it's not just about his physical healing. It's not just about getting up and walking and carrying the mat on which he lay for 38 years. It's also about taking inventory of his heart. How many times have you and I walked through challenging circumstances, faced illness or faced conflict in relationships that mattered? And in the process of that, our hearts and our spirits have absorbed qualities and characteristics that are not of God. We've become fearful and lodged that fear in our hearts. We've become unforgiving and hidden that away in the corners of ourselves. We've become judgmental, even if the judgment at one point in time was part of what kept us or helped us to assess the danger we faced. Jesus has this profound understanding that the things of this world that can paralyze us can have spiritual implications. And you and I are called not only to get up and walk out of the places of mess that are around us, but we are called to take inventory, to stop sinning, to let go of whatever things within us are not of God to let go of the hooks that the enemy has placed in us, the lies that we've told ourselves, 
the patterns and the habits within our hearts or our spirits. We are to stop sinning or Jesus in a very unusual way says to this man and to us, stop sinning or something worse will happen to you. It may feel like the greatest obstacle in your life is the financial challenge before you, but if you don't stop living in the mentality that has contributed to where you are, something worse will happen, Jesus says. If, if, if you are facing illness and sickness, many times that is not brought on by ourselves, but Jesus says if you don't stop sinning, if you don't stop contributing to whatever uh, circumstances surrounded that reality, something worse could happen. It's a very tangible and earthly admonishment, a very clear and practical assessment. We need to move beyond the things that bind us, the mess that leaves us laying down for 38 years, but we also need to take inventory of our hearts. Are we grieving and can't find the ability to stand in the peace that God gives? Stop sinning, Jesus says, or something worse will happen. I actually find this to be the most convicting of all the parts of this story because it reminds us that it's not just about moving through the obstacles of this world, but it is about a continual and constant inventory of our hearts. What are the things that have developed in you and in me that have become obstacles to our relationship with God? Sin is anything that separates us from God. And so today I encourage you, as we walk through these 40 days of Lent, as you let go of the excuses and step into the freedom that God gives you, I also encourage you to take inventory of your spirit. I've learned through these hard years that we have journeyed that there can be ways in which my heart has been harmed that I am not even aware. Stop sinning, Jesus says, or something worse may happen. I'm so grateful that we serve a God that not only removes physical and tangible obstacles, but a God that continually calls us to spiritual wholeness. Lord, thank you. Thank you for not accepting our excuses. Thank you for standing beside us when the healing waters of Bethesda have been so close, but we haven't found our way there. Thank you, God, for being so clear and active in our lives that when you move, we can hardly do anything more than stand up. And thank you for following up, for caring for our spirits and anything that would keep us from you as much as you care for our bodies. Help us, God, in these 40 days to be attentive to all of the elements of the healing that you offer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.